1: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Richard Razor Ewing. We do this thing called Game Face on the Bleed Talent Network. If you are trying to get information on how to beef up your fall flower season, you are on the wrong podcast. If you are trying how to figure out how to get the most out of your recycling, you are on the wrong podcast. However, if you are trying to get an end-up analysis on Bay Area sports and an end-up look, into national sports, you just put your game face on. As I said before, I am Richard the Razor Young. I'm with my co-host Mike the Shoe Schumann. Mike, what do we have? Well, an old teammate today, and uh, I, I mean old. Uh, he was
0: a superstar player at USC, All-American, won a national championship, number one pick of the Niners back in 1981, picked eighth overall. Held out of training camp after we'd had a 2-14 and 14 season, a <laughs> 6-10 and ten year. We're all like, well, Who's does this guy think he is? And then when he got his contract, remember I said, you, we're going to start calling you a lot of money. So uh, ended up playing 10 years with the Niners, four Super Bowls, one of five guys to win those first four. Jesse wow. always also won four, but he wasn't on the first team. Played a couple years with the Raiders, led the league in 91. Uh, Jets. Chiefs and ended with the 49ers, four-time champion of the Super Bowl, 10-time Pro Bowler, three different positions, eight-time first-team All-Pro, two-time led the league in interceptions. He's on the 75th anniversary team, the 100th anniversary team, 1980s All-Decade and 90s All-Decade. His number 42 is retired, and he was a national champ in 1978. Not a bad career to look back on, ladies and gentlemen. The best, maybe ever, to play the game in his position, Ronnie Lot. Ronnie, thanks wow. for joining.
2: Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you for the yes. introduction. I really appreciate that. Um, you not know that, huh? And, uh, and you know this. I think one of the great things that when you look back at that moment, and you look back at the moment of walking in, and and clearly, when you're walking in, you're not thinking all that. You're not. Right. You're not even. You're not even. You're. you're all you're thinking is I got to prove that I can cover this dude. (laughs) (laughs) And the the hard part, and Shuey knows this, the hard part in life is that there are moments where you got to find a way to get it done. And, and, and early on, it is really difficult because, you know, you're playing against men and you're playing against men who have, you know, mastered the game and mastered their moves and mastered a lot of things. And so you're out there, you know, not only learning, but you're out there trying to compete. I find that it was a really my first year. We had to grow up really fast, really quickly. And and uh but a lot of it was due to guys like Shu and Freddie Solomon and Dwight Clark and, and 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 the cast of that crew. They were never willing not to work with us they were always trying to find a way to make us better and and that piece nobody ever talks about that mm-hmm. <laughs> they talk about the competing aspect of it but they never talk about he could have he he could have he could have not made you better All right mm-hmm. but he made me better well and you were cool. actually part of that. that
0: we'll get into that in a minute uh, we can do a quick business the wait's finally over guys football's back you might not be at the game, but you can still be on the action on Bet Online. I took the Raiders and the Cardinals last week, so I'm two zero from oh, game spreads and total. To uh, uh, uh,
2: uh,
0: Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online, and there's online casinos. It never closes, so head to Bet Online AG today. Take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's Bet Online AG, and sign up today. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. I can't All right, Ronnie, let's get let's get right to the game. Okay, um, but
1: still, shoot, killed me, man. Come on, <laughs> the Cardinals and the okay. Dude, I played, I played
0: for the Cardinals and the 49ers, so it was a tough pick for me.
1: Oh God! I
2: just hey man, right now. I just hey man, playing. look, yeah. you know what? And I'm gonna, you know, when he said it, right, I was like. But when you said you played for him, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> you got the
0: Jets this week, Ronnie. Yeah.
2: Thanks so
0: much. Yeah. All right, man. Well, we knew those first games without offseason, OTAs, no preseason game was going to be kind of like a preseason game. And uh, But I still had my issues. It was also a preseason game.
1: Looks like we lost. Robert me. Sala,
0: the defensive coordinator, had a head coaching job last year. And he had two things to do, keep Kyler Murray in the pocket, and that's tough to do, and try to shut down DeAndre Hopkins. He didn't either. 14 catches, 151 yards. And what I was upset about, and you and I talked about this, Ronnie, was that pass rush, no adjustments at halftime. It seems to me like, you know, wait a minute. And and Murray was just running wild. So let's start on the defensive side of the ball. What were your thoughts?
2: Yeah, it's interesting because when you think about – closing out games right and, and and when you close out a game somebody has to find a way to make a play and 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 so the the hard part in life is you come into these situations realizing that there are certain things that you want to accomplish you want to be able not to have a run that's you know 20 plus right you want to be able not to have a pass 20 plus and and, and so that's the toughest part of the game. And for me watching the game, you know, I'm sitting there thinking that they had the game under control and then, and then there, there was a moment where you're sitting there going, okay, it it got away from them. And, And the hard part for me is that when it gets away from you, why? And it's usually due to the discipline of how you play and, uh, and so that means you got to make tackles. That means you got to be able to do certain things in certain situations. That means you got to control the line of scrimmage. That means that somebody's got to come up with a turnover. That means that somebody's got to do something. And it usually has to have that happen in the fourth quarter. So uh, when I look at the game, yes, it was a tough loss, but it was a game that I thought that the Niners should have won. All right.
1: Right. It was, to me, to you, you know, Ron, I agree 100%. I think it was a game that they still could have got. In other words, they were, they were in the fourth quarter. They had marched down the field, and they were at what, you know, most football players, you know, I play myself. And you get you get to a certain point in the game when you realize, okay, you know what, this is what they call, you know, the, the I guess you could say, the excitement scene where you make a play – it's either going to make or break the game. That's it. And I think if they were at that point when Garoppolo gets ready to, to make this pass. And if he makes that pass as sharp as he should, game's over. They're going to be up 27 to 24. And, and we can forget about, you know, whatever scare we we're going to get from Arizona. But it just looked like at some point, you, and you watch Garoppolo through the game, you kind of felt like, okay, it, it just seemed like he just wasn't as confident. Did, did that something that you saw? No 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 no
2: no no. No no no. For me okay. for me one of the things that I was watching is that you got to people present things to the quarterback. And the coaching staff present things to the quarterback. And what I mean by that is that you're presented options and plays and opportunities to do certain things. Okay. And so you know, when you look at the when you look at the touchdown pass that they executed early in the game. Um, was that Garoppolo? Was that Jimmy G? I can't say Garoppolo, but it, it was that Jimmy G? You know, was that his execution or was that the opportunity? And the opportunity was he executed the play. And he executed the play. And the linebacker, who hasn't been covering anybody, who had never covered anybody yet in the pros so all of a sudden you you're telling me that we're gonna go in the fourth quarter and we're gonna get in the fourth quarter and we're gonna run a down and out we're gonna run a down and out and for me when I was sitting there looking at the play that's in shoe noses that's one of the toughest hardest throws to make across the field it's a really challenging throw and so of all the plays that they could have ran, and all the situations that they could have executed on, and knowing the people that were getting beat throughout the game, <laughs> for me, I was sitting there going, well, boy, that was a really, you know, that was a really hard situation to understand because that's a the, – the, <laughs> we're talking about all the way across the field. And when he, when he threw it, when you, if you go back, you go back and you look at his balance and you look at what he was trying to do and he, and he's trying to sling it in there and and my point to you that that's a tough that's a tough throw and and so you think back of all the plays that they ran in that game, there were some easy throws. <laughs> And there were some easy throws, but their guys were wide open.
1: Yeah, I, I you know, I, I, Ron, I, I admit it. I was talking to you before this. They had the play where you know Kendrick Gordon was wide open in the end zone. He didn't even throw it to him. I'm like, I'm like, how did he miss that? I mean, well, I didn't... that one, that one, that one.
2: When I saw that, mm-hmm. that one was somebody flash. The defensive guy flashed. And as you see him reading, he doesn't stay with the read because he sees, he thinks that the guy's running. The guy doesn't run out there. He stops. So he, 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 he aborts that guy. And the reason I know that he – one of the hardest parts in sports is that I, I'm used to watching quarterbacks. Right. My job is to watch a quarterback and understand what is he thinking. So I, I get why he aborted – the throw out there to the outside because he saw the he, he saw a defensive back flashing as he was reading and coming through his you know going through the the idea of saying okay where is my guys and then he and then he then he had to rotate back and and so yeah he was wide open but a lot of times a lot of times in sports and shoe knows this there are a lot of times that shoe could tell you even with joe and even with steve even with great quarterbacks even with people you could be open you could be open and you and 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 they they don't necessarily see all the field because something takes you away from that situation and takes you away from that and for me when i saw that he got a i, I mean i saw him running but i was like oh i see it Mm-hmm. I'm sitting here I'm, I'm eating my popcorn. Right, yeah, right, we right. we all see them open, but right. it's not the, the the playing that position is. Oh, that's what makes. That's why they make the big money, man. Because playing that position, you got to find and look at and dissect and understand where all the where all the where everybody's at.
0: Well, I've I've kind of held back my opinions of Jimmy G, but I'm starting to see a pattern here where. He sees that first read, and then he seems to get a little shaky in the pocket. You know, he misses a lot of open things, like Joe, Steve, even Jeff Garcia. They knew pre-snap what the defense was going to give you. Yeah, they might blitz or something of that nature. But they knew what they were going to try to shut down and where to go and who was going to be open. I don't feel that with Jimmy G. And, you know, granted, the wide receivers did not help yesterday. Four catches for 41 yards. And they were just doubling Kittle and, you know, daring them to beat with the wide receivers and Jimmy G. So I, I'm not sure he's not doing any guaranteed money after this year. Sometimes I get this feeling that Shanahan's not quite behind this guy a hundred percent. And I mean, do you think he's a one trick pony? Do you think he has the skill to excel? I mean, what's your thoughts on it?
2: Yeah, that's a great question, man. The hardest part of playing that position is you got to be able to do things that people don't expect you to do. Right. Like, and, 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 and so, to me, I liken I liken that position to being like Magic Johnson or Steph Curry or any great point guard. And right. so they see things that other people can't see. And when we, you know, Mahomes, when I was watching the game the other night, he saw things that other people can't see. And and right. so, that's the 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 big question is, you know to execute and to be able to handle these moments, you got to see a lot of things and you got to be able to, you know, address all of the field and understand all of the moments. And, and then your coaching staff, to me, the coaching staff has to help you see all of those things and all of what's going on. And they have to be able to help you think about it. And that's where, you know, I said, you know, I spent a lot of time talking to Bill, And the reason why I spent a lot of time talking to Bill about the offense is because I also wanted to know why. Right. And the reason I want to know why is that there's always somebody trying to set you up. And so you got to understand why you're running a play. And a lot of times Bill was really good at making sure that when he ran that play, when he ran that play, he's going to run the play that he knows that he can actually execute and, and make it happen. And, that's, and, and, and that's, the hardest, that's the hardest part of playing the game of football, having somebody that can execute on all the situations and then improvise in the situations where you get a little erratic or something goes on. And, and, and to me, that was the interesting thing about the game yesterday was in the erratic moments, mm-hmm. did he and could he do the things that he was able to do to win the game? And I thought, you know, I thought that he did some things that allowed them to win the game. And, and I thought he did enough to allow them to win the game for me I, I was a little disappointed because I thought the defense i thought the defense as well as they played i thought the defense in certain situations had them. and um it and 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 when you give up a big play it's just hard it's hard it's 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 tough and that's why this game is so. That's why the moving quarterback, the moving quarterback has changed it's changed the game. Right. The why it's changed the game. It's like Steph Curry has changed the game because he can come across the line and let it go. And when you got a guy that's a running back that has speed and quickness and elusiveness, it just it it, it changes the game. And, and so that, that, that was the part that I didn't expect. I didn't expect for him to have a run of that, of that, of that size. I just didn't expect it for a run where he would run, you know, and score that, 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 that kind of, for all the speed that they have and the quickness and the, in the in the speed of this team, that that was a a little um, that was the only thing I worried about. They're going to go on and they're going to do really well. They're going to you know they'll win the next two. I think they'll win the next two games. But that that situation, you know, when I look, if I was a defense coordinator, that was the only thing that really bothered me in that game. Well, right, Real quick, you mentioned
0: Bill Walsh. Uh, Bill would never give up points. So they had that fourth and six inches down the goal line, didn't score. That field goal would enable them in that final drive to kick a field goal and win. And why doesn't Mostert get up in the air? Yeah, thank you. And number two, remember when Bill, somebody would say, Richard Sherman's the best cornerback in the league. Bill would throw at him the first 10 plays of the game (laughs) to make me prove it. You know, and then I'm hearing that Salah is running this kind of three-deep zone because of Sherman. You know he's too—he's really too old to run with these young guys, and probably should have moved to safety. And uh, people say, "Why didn't they put him on DeAndre?" He—he he couldn't have run with him. So, I mean, on defense, you know, uh, that pass rush makes it a lot easier for the secondary. And uh, I think Ken Law did a pretty good job, you know, uh, yesterday
2: replacing DeForest Buckner.
0: But without that pass rush, that secondary gets exposed.
2: Yeah, fourth hey man. When you when a guy. When a guy gets 14 on you and he catches that many on you,
1: yeah,
2: um, there was something that you got you to gotta try to find a way to adjust. And the reason why you want to try to find a way to adjust is that you want to get them out of that rhythm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, sports, is, sports is about getting people to do things that they don't want to do. Mm-hmm. and Especially and- football. Especially football, and 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 so. And and for me, watching the game yesterday, um, they they allowed, you know, Hopkins to be Hopkins, and I didn't think that they would allow him to be Hopkins. On the other hand, you know, Kittle wasn't able to be Kittle, not just because he was injured, but he was not able to be Kittle because man, they were. They were trying to you know double him and. And and they were doing a lot of things. They're going to do that
0: the rest of the year against him.
2: And I think everybody's going to probably most likely do that. That means that somebody else is open.
1: Yes, exactly. Ronnie, i tell you something. Not only should the offense be thinking that, but at some point I think Shanahan has got to put a bug in Jimmy G's and say, okay, look, you know, the great quarterbacks, or the quarterbacks that are considered the premier quarterbacks in the league, okay, what makes them that is what you had talked about, and that is that in situations, we all know that they have the game plan. We all know that they, that they scripted it. They know what they're going to do the moment they get on the field, but the reality is that what you had talked about is that the, 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 the object of the game is to make you do something that you don't want to do, so when that happens, What makes the premier quarterbacks the premier quarterbacks is when that happens, they're able to adjust their game or adjust what's going on and say, you know what? This is happening. That changed what we're doing. Now I got to make adjustments to make sure this works because we're only going to get a couple of chances to make it work. So, and that's something I just haven't seen Jimmy G do yet. I have not seen him, you know, in the heat of a moment when he's not comfortable to be able to adjust and make a play where the offense steps back and says, you know what, that was just Jimmy G being Jimmy G, and that was at a time we needed to do that because what was thrown at us, we weren't ready for. Yeah, that, 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 again, I think one of the great things about
2: playing point guard is are you, a, are you capable of making adjustments and understanding that when somebody takes something from you, where else to go? And I think that, you know, again, watching the game yesterday and how they played that game – they clearly, to me, executed and ran plays that they needed to run that got guys open. Why I'm talking about wide yeah. open. So I thought Jimmy did a really good job of being able to execute and run and, and do the things that he needed to do. The hard part is – is when you gotta make that the one play. The one play at the end. And the one play at the end, to me, um, you know, very seldom do you get a guy like Joe that has that touch that can float it up and find a way to land it where it needed to be land. In this case, you know, that was a that wasn't that that was an interesting that was an interesting to me. That was an interesting situation because again, he had to he had a gun it, and he had to fit that ball in there, and 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 the defensive back barely got his hand on it, and so Taylor had a shot, but it that's that that that's a, a <laughs> I'm not trying to you know make an excuse for him, but that's a tough. It's a tough throw of of all the throws that he had yesterday. That was one of the tougher throws that he had because it was one of the plays where you, you, you try to beat this guy and you're trying to beat him on a down. Now it's hard, very complicated to the open field. It's a very tough situation. Now, Jimmy, when you look at the throw again, as I said, you know he throws it and he doesn't really follow through. Tap into it. You know he kind of he he you 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 know when you're when you're throwing that when you're throwing that one you gotta it's like uh, you're you're you are you you got to be Robin Hood you gotta throw it and you gotta finish and you gotta go all the way through because right. you can't you can't you can't miss on that throw but it would have that had to be the perfect throw and even if it was a perfect throw it still was a challenging opportunity because the defensive back had a good angle on it. And um, so.
0: Yeah, his his accuracy is, of course, we're spoiled with Joe, Steve, and Jeff Garcia, but Jimmy's sure. accuracy. You know, th- even that little screen pass to Kittle where he got injured, you know, way high, and he's only like, you know, three yards outside of him. So his accuracy, Kittle has a sprained left knee. They're going to check on him Wednesday to see if he's available. And he's the kind of guy, Ronnie, and you are like this, you know, you separate your shoulder and you go, how's it feel? So I'm good. You know, this is when the trainer needs to step up and go, no, you're not. You can damage this worse. You're not going back in the game. He didn't do anything in the second half, didn't have one catch. So, you know, all he did was made his knee, sprained knee worse, you know. so uh, It's so he, funny
2: because my son yesterday was like, Dad, they should get him out. And I was like, no, he, he's probably <laughs> he's probably sitting there saying, Hey man, I can finish this game. I can I'm I'm gonna f i am going to I can finish it. We all yeah. they're double they're double they're doubling me anyway. Yeah. So I'm getting I'm helping guys get open. So again, you know, I, I admire his toughness, his courage, oh, and he he he's an additive because For this team, you know that characteristic is is is, it's it's invaluable because of of the of the passion and how he plays. So he makes that team way better by being on the field, no matter what. All right, they are two and
0: eleven on third downs, zero for two on fourth downs, one for four in the red zone and uh, they're going to look at Muhammad Sanu, the wide receiver, played uh, with the Falcons with Kyle, and he was up in New England, got waived. Because Kendrick Bourne's heard, uh, Ayuk might be back. Debo had a setback. They put him on injury reserve. They talked about it today, saying that he might have done something. So if you've got a foot injury and you're a wide receiver, you're going to miss half the season, you know. So they're looking for wide receivers. They're just not getting any production out of that position. So – But overall, you feel comfortable about what you saw because, like we said, you're going to have poor tackling, mistimed routes because it's really your first game of the year. This is like college football where your first two or three games are like preseason to see what kind of team you have, and then you go from there. But they got the Jets, Giants, and Philadelphia the next three weeks. They're going to stay on the East Coast for two weeks to take on the Jets and Giants. So they can uh, uh, recover from this, but – What's your overall feelings on the game itself?
2: Yeah, to me, to me, the Philly game is going to be the game where we start to right. see the real 49ers. Right. Uh, they'll win these next two games. They should win them because they'll out-execute them. They'll out-play them. So they'll win these games. Kittle might not play. But what I do like about what I saw yesterday is that they are not too far from what we saw from last year. Meaning they still have the greatness to be able to run the table they still have the greatness to be able to go out and uh uh dominate and and the and the other thing that the other thing that I was kind of like, man, they can run the rock, yeah and they can run the rock and 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 when you can run the rock, yeah, what are you doing? I'm like, man, just just give me a little bit more, because running the rock imposes it you your will, people. and it and it also the other thing when you got a guy like Trent, you know, trucking people like I saw yesterday, so that, to keep that to keep that guy off the field. You know to keep him off the field, the quarterback Murray. So you know, so they could kind of run the ball a little bit more to kind of keep that guy, you know, sitting on the sideline because they can run the football, man. And what the way that the way that Kyle and his offense and what they do and how they set up defenses and how they set up schemes to really get the defense going the wrong way. <laughs> I'm, I, I laugh because when I'm watching the game, I'm laughing because I can't figure it out. And the reason, <laughs> yeah. I, and the reason I'm laughing is that, man, that, that, that's, that, they're, they're, they're that good at getting you to think one way and going another way and and getting you to, you know, see something and you're not even really seeing it. And so they, they do an excellent job of, of, of ghosting. that's true. Situations.
0: Now Kyle's is as good as anybody at that. Yes. All right. Last week, my co-host asked Freddie Belenikoff a question and, uh, yeah, Freddie was kind of—he didn't even think twice about it. He just went right to it. And I'm going to have Richard ask you the same question.
1: So the the question was this, and Ryan, uh, you know, I like so I said, I played a few years. I I didn't get is nowhere near what you you've done. Okay, I will never be able to do that. But uh, um, but I did play some JC ball, and you know, we had these, these years where there was always that one guy, you know. They just, he, 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 as, soon as, he, as soon as you got ready to get on the field, you knew, okay, look, this guy is going to be, okay, he's just going to be a thorn on my side the entire game because I already know what he's capable of. I know what he's going to do. And no matter how much I knew what he was going to do, it, it was just hard hard to, to get around him. So what was what was that guy for you? He was the one that just, every time you got on the field, you knew this guy was just going to be, you know, a hassle to deal with. Well, let me let me share
2: this with you, and the reason I'm going to share it with you is that um, the first time I talked to John Madden about this guy, and when I was talking to him, he goes, Ronnie, you won't believe it, but the first time I saw this guy, I, I had to go over, and I had to go look at him, and I went outside the locker room, and I ran on the field, and I said, man, let me go look at this dude. Because I realized that this dude is, you know, big. And when I got up to him, Monty, he goes, his thighs and his legs, they were huge. And I said, I said, I said, yeah, that dude, he's angry too. <laughs> and I said, man, not only is he angry, but he tries to hurt people. <laughs> and uh, and and so Earl Campbell. Oh, oh man. Man, now you okay? So, so so, soon as I said it, you guys, oh, Oh, hey, look, that's what look. Trust me, and I go oh too. And the reason I say oh is because, you know, some people, some people, and I am and and look, you know, I I remember meeting Jim Brown when I was a, I met Jim Brown, you know, at a party one night at his house. And I was a I was a junior, and I remember seeing Jim Brown. He was fifty. And he walked he he walked over to me and said, "Man, get off my grass, man." <laughs> I said, Jim Brown, I just <laughs> I jumped off the grass, and I said, "And because when you see Jim Brown, it's like seeing Earl." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> These guys, man, and and Jim was, Jim was, just cut. And Earl is just cut, and 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 then they have that, you know, disposition that, <laughs> he's, and the disposition is like, man, they're like Ali, man, they 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 they're in it to win it, they're in it to win it, and so, yeah, I've I've always felt like those kind of guys, they had a they had an essence. And you know that the only way you can stop them, the only way you could match it, is you better bring some essence. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. You better bring – and maybe a couple of bricks, too. (laughs) Yeah, really.
0: All right, you and your former roommate,
2: Marcus Allen,
0: have an event coming up. And Charles Haley, a virtual wine tasting. How can people get involved?
2: Yeah, man, we – first of all, you can go to KendallJackson.com and sign up there. And uh, when you think of your friends and sitting there and chatting and telling stories about moments that nobody really understands, which, you you, you, you and I have had moments where we're out there competing. And and you know there's always a story that that you would share with people, yeah, I, I got them. I beat them. Yeah. <laughs> And so those stories are gonna to be told along with the fact that, hey man, this is for a great cause. Uh, All Stars Helping Kids is a charity I started many years ago. And and Marcus and Charles, um, their respective charities and what they do. And, and, and so we get to talk about the game and talk about some stories that nobody's ever really talked about. And then we get a chance to sip some wine and have a great time, and uh, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a, a great evening. Just because when you know Charles and you know Marcus, uh, you know two guys that have had some amazing moments on the field. Yeah, and I remember, I remember Marcus telling me about one time taking on Lyle Alzado. And I'm sitting there going, "You took on who?" In practice, <laughs> in practice, and <laughs> I said, "Man!" And so it tells you that. And I always say this, man. You know, because I used to hear this about Calvin Murphy, the you know the the basketball uh, player. And nobody playing. wanted to mess with nobody wanted to mess with Calvin Murphy because Calvin Murphy, no, he wasn't the biggest guy in the world, but he had a, he had he had a lot of dog in him. Yeah, <laughs> and so Al Addles, same thing, same yeah. thing. So. To me, that's what this is going to be about, talking about those kind of moments on the field, sharing stories about people and the things that they did. As I just told you about um, uh, Earl Campbell. So right. it, sh- it should be a fun night, man. It should be. That's the 23rd, night. right, this month? Y- yes, it is. Yes 23rd. It so KendallJackson.com? Yeah, you can go to KendallJackson.com, and you can sign up right now and reserve your seat and uh, – uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun, and uh, uh, okay. by the way, you might you might want to grab a, a a bottle of that Chardonnay too from Kendall Jackson.
1: <laughs> okay, right. we, gotta, we gotta go, um, guys. First of all, uh, uh, I'm sorry, shoot, did You need something else? Um, no, that's not. That's it. Okay, okay. First of all, I want to thank the one and only, the great Ronnie Little Hammer. I still call you the Hammer for the way you hit, guys. I will never forget the the hit you you and sweetness on the field when you guys collided. I will never forget that as long as I live. Me either. Yeah, but I'll tell you something. <laughs> I'll tell you something. It was great having you on. Feel free to come back. We would love to have you back on, Ronnie. This is Game Face on the Bleed Talent Network. We had the great Ronnie Lot in with us. And as always, we bring a premiere show. Once again, today we had two Super Bowl champions, both San Francisco 49ers. And you can only see this on Game Face. Tune in next week. Gameplays on the Bleed Talent Network. I'm Richard DeRazer Ewing. Here's Mike with Shoe children Have a good evening. For
0: the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus,